Well, I'm Blackfoot. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Julia Gordon-Bramer. Julia, are you ready to do this? I am strong and powerful. I love it. <laughs> strong and powerful. Absolutely. Julia is a writer, a scholar, a poet, tarot card reader. She's the author of Fixed Stars, Governor Life. And I think, Julia, this is your third time on the show. So welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Actually, I have three books and two more coming out. Um, the three books I already have are, are uh, around the, the poet Sylvia Plath and her mysticism. Um, the, the book coming out, uh, both my books coming out next year, uh, 2023, with Inner Traditions Publishing and uh, another one on Sylvia Plath called The Magician's Girl, uh, The History and Mysticism of Sylvia Plath and Ted Hughes. And um, what's maybe more for the masses is the tarot diaries and its real life experiences as a professional tarot card reader. So, uh, so that should be a little more fun, less scholarly, you know, um, but uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, being able to talk about that. I don't have release dates quite yet, but uh, I'm very excited to be working with Inner Traditions. They're, they're an amazing group. Excellent. Well, we've got a lot going on in the world. What's yeah. uh, what's 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 top of mind for you? You know, um, twenty twenty brought a lot of changes for me, uh, as everybody. I think, uh, you know, I, I think it was really a sink or swim time, and so uh, lucky for me, um, you know, I, I chose not to get caught up in the fear cycle, and I decided to be an active force against division toward unity which of course uh, is a, it's a tough battle right now, you know? Um, but I am, uh, you know, just determined every day, I start the day with a prayer about being the source of love and light to whoever I talk to, joy. Uh, you know, joy is, is my weapon, I like to say, and um, in this dark time and uh, and, and really just, no matter who I'm dealing with, you know, whether it's just some random person on Twitter or uh, or someone in the grocery store or, you know, where, whatever, um, looking at those moments where I can learn and grow, uh, looking at what gift they have for me, even if they rub me the wrong way, and, um, and just taking that opportunity to to send them love um, because, you know, there's that, that old saying, hurt people, hurt people. And I, I think that's so true. And I think the, the nastier someone is, the more uh, attacking someone is, uh, it, they're in a, a world of pain and they may not have the tools to deal with it uh, right now. So, um, so we need to be the light. And, you know, um, I just read a, a quote from, Neil Donald Walsh, and uh, and he said, uh, you know, I may, I'm loosely paraphrasing here, um, but uh, I, I don't want to, I'm not looking for love. I don't want love. I am love. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important. You know, I, when I do tarot card readings for my clients, I say that I can read your cards because we're connected just by being alive. I call that life force God. I don't tell people how to do God, what to call God. You know, that's your business. But uh, if you can go there, if you can say, okay, I'm alive, I'm hooked into the God system, you know, uh, then, then you're a part of it. You're, you're a child of God, as we all are. So, um, so, you know, I just 
work really hard on owning that. Um, getting back to 2020, I made a lot of changes. Um, I, I'm a, a student of A Course in Miracles and uh, keep it right here on my desk all the time. And I um, started a uh, study group, which I lead uh, once a week on Zoom. And um, so that really gave me a, a powerful little community to, um, you know, just find some answers outside of fear and, and what the world is, is throwing at us. Uh, it's been really good for me. Uh, I'm also part of a Buddhist women's group. I, I think we need community now more than ever. Um, oh, my gosh, during COVID more than ever. Uh, I really saw people spiral into depression during all of that and, and fear and, and panic. And uh, uh, it certainly was not a good place. But uh, but I grew stronger and I'm um, really, you know, I'm not happy with how the world has gone, uh, but I'm happy with where I am. And I do see that there were um, valuable lessons and a lot of growth opportunity for me in the last couple of years, for sure. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. I appreciate everything you said. This this life force that is around all of us, you you believe that it's inside all of us as well. I'm, am am I is 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 God inside of me? Is it he she yeah. everywhere? Yeah, like so. You know, I'm not of the old school that God is this man sitting on a throne in the clouds. Right. Uh, I believe God is more, as I said, that life force. And so that life force is at the origin of the universe. Uh, that life force, we can, you know, we can put the sperm and an egg in the test tube and unite them to create a human being, but the sperm and egg have to be alive. You know, we have never created life. And, um, you know, we can, we can make circumstances for life and we can take life away, but we cannot form it. That's the magic. And, um, you know, whether you want to get all the way down to life inside an atom, you know, it's um, it's inexplicable and, uh, and and maybe beyond our comprehension. And that, I believe, is God. Uh, I believe we can harness that life force. Uh, I think, you know, in, in the everyday human experience, attitude is a huge part of it. You know, doctors know about the power of the mind with the placebo effect, with the will to live. Um, athletes know about the power of the mind with visualization and, and seeing themselves crossing that finish line or, or racing past the competitors or whatever. Um, an athlete would never obsess, you know, what if I trip and fall? What if I don't make it to the finish line? You know, because that opens up the space for the negative to happen. Our minds are very powerful. And um, with that in mind, you know, um, taking it back to COVID, look at the power we gave COVID with the focus on the fear. You know, uh, oh, my God, what if I get it? What if my parents get it? What if, you know... What if society falls apart? What if, you know, it's, it, it, uh, we, we created a monster with this truly. Um, and I'm not saying ignore our world circumstances, but certainly we need to handle them in a different way. Uh, if we, if we operate through fear, nothing's accomplished. You know, if the, if the mountain climbers stare at Everest with fear, they're never going to go up. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a really limiting paralysis uh, and not using our God power at all. 
So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I am. That is super powerful. I was just scribbling down notes furious, fur, furiously. <laughs> what I wanted to I wanted to ask about how it is that we tap into it, and then you 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 answered my question, and I think a lot about my perspective and my attitude and how I look at different situations. And I think that we all intellectually know that, but as you were talking, I, I didn't, I never put it together just how incredibly powerful that that really is and our ability to do that and to shape the way that we're viewing the world, which is how we experience the world, which is life. Um, I just, I, I always knew how important it was, but I never really thought about how that is, you know, a, a, a divine power. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose it's just semantics, really. Um, I know very spiritual atheists and spiritual agnostics, and they're just aware that, you know, they might not call it a god. They might phrase it energy, you know, and I'm sure. good with that. Like, I'm like, whatever you want to call it, whatever works for you. You know, I grew up in a in a Episcopalian church and had a more traditional Christian background, which I value. Um, I think I learned a lot from that. Um, and But, you know, to a fundamentalist Christian, I'm pretty controversial and maybe even blasphemous because I'm talking about owning the God within yourself, right? <laughs> but, um, but I do think that there is uh, so much potential that's untapped that, you know, I would say God has given us. Uh, but, you know, we could say has, you know, formed within us just by being alive. Uh, you know, scientists have proven uh, energy doesn't die. Energy goes somewhere else. Our, our bodies crap out and, you know, for whatever reason, they'll give up, uh, get too old or, you know, God willing, that's that's our path. But, um, but the energy goes somewhere else. And so in spirituality, however you want to define it, it's about returning to the source and, uh, and, and maybe coming back again as a human being um, you know, maybe staying in the ether that that's individual faith. <laughs> you know, some people believe in, in heaven and hell. I'm of, I'm of the mindset. It's, it's probably all right here. And it's for us to choose where we want to live and how we want to live. And there's a whole lot of people in hell right now. And that breaks my heart, but I do think some of that's changeable. Uh, but, um, but you got to own it and, uh, and, and faithlessness and powerlessness and fear is the way to hell, you know. We trap ourselves in this prison of our own creation. And yeah. I wrote down again feverish, feverishly that 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 we can't create life. So in order to make a, a person, we can marry the sperm and the egg and use science. But, you know, the chicken and the egg kind of a thing, life has to be here in order for us to propagate it, move it forward. We are able to 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 manufacture life like Frankenstein's story, like <laughs> COVID. We, we literally created this awful monster, which is also how we create these prisons that, 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 that keep us trapped when we're denying our ability or not embracing our ability to um to to own the god within ourselves and it strikes me right now that we want so badly to have uh to decentralize the control we're sick of getting information from legacy media we're talking about decentralizing our currency we're talking about how we educate our kids and how we police our communities people are just fed up 
Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when we look too much to uh, outer human beings to to dictate, you know, to tell us what what is right and what is wrong, um, to tell us who to hate, to uh, to demonize another side, uh, that's really taking you away from your heart away from the truth that you know, away from any kind of unity. You know, there's a, a popular quote by, um, I believe it was Hermann Goering, the Nazi at the Nuremberg trials, and and I don't know it by heart. And, and you know, he's not, I don't like uh, quoting Nazis. <laughs> sure. But, but he, he talked about the, the one way to um, gain control or power over any mass group of people is with fear. And he's like, it's worked this way, you know, from time immemorial. It's it's always been this way. You tell the people they're being attacked. You tell the people they have something to fear and they follow you because they want to be protected. And that's what we've had going on uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, and, you know, and I don't want to get all political, um, but it, we've seen it in a number of different ways across our society in the last several years, um, socially, uh, with COVID, with health, uh, all kinds of different ways. And it's about weakening and dividing and controlling. And, uh, and that is getting us away from our God self and what we know is true and right for us. So how, how do we respond or how do we return to the source? How do I start to stop looking outside of myself and start looking inside for these answers? How yeah, do I get well, better at that? A big part of it is to unplug. I think it truly is to unplug. And so um, if you're always on social media, uh, if you're, you know, I, I, it's funny, but in my job, I, I have some sort of requirement to be on social media, but I control the time and I, uh, I I have a bot that does some regular posts just to keep me, you know, in the algorithms seen, you know, and on Twitter and what have you. Um, and, and I, and, and my goal in places like Twitter, which I'm at Jay Gordon Bramer <laughs> is, um, is to put love and light out into such a dark place. Oh my goodness. It was so dark on Twitter. Um, but you know, same, same for Facebook and, and, and all the others. I, I want to be a, a source of unity there. Um, uh, but you know, what we can do for ourselves, I think meditation, which does not have to be, you know, some people think that you have to take classes in like transcendental meditation. No, no, no. It's as simple as quieting the mind for 10 or 15 minutes. Um, but to do that once a day has huge benefits. It has health benefits. It slows down our blood pressure. It improves our breathing. Um, and, and it gives us peace and it takes away anxiety and it lifts depression. And, you know, it does things biologically to us, which are very, very positive. I tell some of my clients, uh, especially when I see a need for meditation in their tarot cards, uh, which might show up in the Four of Swords or uh, the Hermit card in reverse. And I'll say, you know, if you have the busiest office, I want you to go sit in a parked car at lunchtime and turn off your phone and don't tell anyone where you are and just take some deep breaths for 15 minutes or close your eyes and take a nap. <laughs> I mean, even that is a, is a, a, you know, just kind of grounding yourself and toning it down. And so important because 
we get tight, we get wound up, we get what the Buddhists call the monkey mind, where we can't let go of everything. And it's one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing. And, um, and it's not a place of peace. And, um, and, and it's really easy to get, you know, to sort of spin out in panic. And that's where anxiety comes from. So, uh, and anxiety is a huge problem in society today. So, um, so yeah, if, if your listeners um, or, or, or people watching can take one tool away from this discussion, I would say, quiet your mind for 10 or 15 minutes a day and see what happens and see how much better you feel and how much calmer you are and how much powerful and happier you are. Uh, just doing that instead of the, the continual programming. And, you know, I, I'm not just talking political programming, which is, is such a big topic right now. Uh, you know, marketing, marketing's everywhere. We've all had the talking about something and then all of a sudden the ad comes up on your phone or, you know, it's like, ugh, horrible. <laughs> so, so we need to unplug. So, so important to getting back to our humanity and, and our unity. I think that that's well said and so simple yet so hard for us to actually do that and yeah. to, to, to make the time to do it. And, and I'm on a right now. So is that, you know, is that hypocritical? <laughs> you know, some people might, might tease me about that. Um, but, but what we, you know, it, it's like diet, you know, when, when you have um, a diet, you have to pay attention to what you put in your body. Right. And diet goes beyond food. So what you put in your mind, you know, so your lifeblood podcast here, it's about being positive in, in various ways. It's about improving your life. It's about enriching, you know, what you know and, and how you work with others and and treating, you know, treating others kindly and, and, and all of all of these themes. Um that's kind of like eating a lot of good fruits and vegetables and keeping away from processed foods. Right. <laughs> so, um, and, and so is the meditation part. So just like we want to fill our body with good nutritious food and we want to move our body through gentle exercise. Um, we need to fill our brain with good positive information and, um, and, and news, of course, isn't really news. It's the bad news because that gets ratings and that keeps us, you know, even I was glued to Hurricane Ian yesterday because my son is in Sarasota. So, you know, so I'm the whole time just, you know, <laughs> watching this crazy storm and I knew better, but I got caught into it, you know, and, um, and so we all do, we're all human, but we just, just like, I may have a weekend where, you know, oh, we're having a couple parties and, you know, or we're on vacation or something. And maybe I will eat, you know, some fried food followed by an ice cream sundae. You know, sure. it's everyday practice. You know, it couldn't be an everyday practice or I'd be in some poor physical shape. And um, and so uh, same thing mentally. You got to watch what you do mentally and what your everyday practice is mentally. Well said. I love it. Well, Julia, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Awesome. Um, yeah, my website is juliagordonbramer.com and that's J-U-L-I-A-G-O-R-D-O-N-B-R-A. M-E-R.com. I know that's a lot of letters. Uh, or they can call me at 
888-888-5858. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Julia your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to juliagordonbramer.com. Certainly list that in the notes of the show, along with all the other wonderful social media that we've been talking about today. <laughs> But there's opportunities for you to engage directly with Julia and to do um, to do uh, uh, to do readings, tarot card readings, and you can go back to I think the last episode we did where Julia actually did a live tarot card reading with with uh, on on me um, on the show. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. Thanks again, Julia. Thank you, George. Take care. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best. <laughs>